It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's up, dog? What it do? You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. It's really cold outside. It's freezing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm feeling good. The energy's right in here. Yeah, right? Yeah. Warm energy. Yep. Everybody's uplifting each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Good? Yeah, we're good. All man. right, well, let's get to it. Yeah. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, this <laughs> is the Up and Up podcast. That was kind of weird. We just kept going back and forth. <laughs> They're good. They're good. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the Up and Up podcast, the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, right? Uh, yeah. Nothing more, nothing less, man. We're here to provide a space for individuals, groups, movements, right? People mm-hmm. who are out here carving lanes, man, right? Going yeah. after their dreams, Paving paths, right? Occupying spaces, right? That need representation, all that, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in if this is your first time as well. I want to make sure we shout out the consistent supporters, listeners, viewers. And even if you don't watch the show, if you just pull up and say it was good (laughs) and you you enjoy the movement. Even if you just know it. Yeah, if you just know the movement, man. Shout out to you guys, man. We definitely appreciate it. We appreciate all the energy and the support. Um, And not just us, as well as these guests that we have on this show. They definitely appreciate it. So make sure to reach out to the guests, man. Yeah. Right, connect to, connect with them, especially if you if you're in the city. They're mm-hmm. accessible, man. I can't I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Um. Now, if you want to continue supporting the podcast, you know what to do. You can follow all the episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Right. Yeah. What, what they got to do? Rate, review, subscribe, and like it too. Yes, please yeah. show some love. Show some love for sure. Yeah. Um. Also, if you're not already, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore the up and up. Right. We got a lot of great things coming. Trying to close out the year. Mm-hmm. Right. Just keep it on a hush. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, another announcement I do want to make and make sure we make this clear. Uh, episode 60 is approaching, right? This is episode 55. So episode 60 is approaching, five episodes away. Mm-hmm. What happens on episode 60, man? We appreciate the listeners. Okay. Yeah. And how do we do that? We got the Listener we, Appreciation Week, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're, if you're a first time listener, Listener Appreciation Week is when we allow the listeners to take over the show. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's pretty much what pretty it is. Much. They come up, take over the show. So make sure to send your submissions. If you want to enter to win, all you got to do is send us a submission and let us know what your favorite episode was and tell us why. Simple. You Simple. can send it to the direct message at underscore the up and up, and we'll get it popping, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Any other announcements? Nah, man. We good? Yeah. You got a, like a chill vibe right now, man. man. I'm good right now, man. <laughs> I'm trying to get the show on the road. Shout out Good Vibes Only. I like your hoodie. You're oh, right. yeah. That's why, yeah. too. Yeah. Shout out the squad. Shout out Good Vibes Only. Um, now, for the first time listeners out there, if this is, you know, the first time you encounter this show, we, 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 we come up here and we bring guests up here to provide context, right, mm-hmm. to success, Yeah. Um, to the grind, right? No, it's, nothing's overnight. Don't let, them, don't let them fool you, mm-hmm. right? Don't let the gram fool you. Nothing's overnight. And um, today's guest, I would say, is a woman who's who's taking it upon herself to to really help lead the charge in both education and equity, right? Um, but she's doing it in her own unique way, which I think is important, right? You mm-hmm. can't can't really mimic nobody else. You got yeah. to carve your own lane, right? Mm-hmm. I just said that's what they're doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would say she's a hardworking, cultiva- uh, culture-cultivating uh, person in the city of Seattle, and she's doing everything she can to keep everything on the up and up, obviously. 
to give you a little insight on the work she has been doing and will continue to do, uh, I'm almost certain. Uh, she's an advocate for helping kids get opportunities to pursue higher education. Um, she herself has actually received a master's from the U of Dub. The UW Huskies, right? <laughs> shout out all the Huskies out there. You know, we're cooks, but you know, you know, yeah, yeah. shout out to Huskies. Um, Huskies. And in doing that, uh, it actually led her to help uh, do more work in the city of Seattle's community to solve issues within the schooling system uh, that are impeding the progress of underserved students, right? Yeah. So this, she's really putting on the hat of uh, importance right there, mm -hmm. right? Um, and currently, above all, right, above all, currently, just to stay current, uh, she's currently running as a candidate, actually, for the Seattle School Board for position number three. Um, and she's here with us to kick it and have some dope dialogue, right? Yeah. Let's get to it, man. Yeah. Our guest is none other than the change agent herself, Rebecca Muniz. Can we get a round of applause? Man? Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? I'm feeling really good. This yeah? is my first podcast, okay. and nice. I love the hype. Yeah. Like I've never been hyped so much. Really? <laughs> you know what I say is that uh, every I need to hire you as my hype man. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk logistics after the show. <laughs> logistics. <laughs> Money. Yeah. You can never have enough. You can never have enough jobs. Uh, but I always say, you know, to uh, every good album needs a great intro, right? So, you know, let's make a good album, yeah. right, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> always, man, Yeah, you know? Uh, but thank you for coming to the show, Rebecca. We definitely appreciate having you. Um, now, to kind of give you some insight, the way we start our shows, we do a quote of the day. Um, just kind of get the vibe right, get the mood right, um, set the tone, and I don't tell the quotes to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to tell the quotes, not yet, at least. <laughs> like, sad about that, bro. It's cool. One, it's cool. Day, one day, one day, one day, I got day. you. Quote, yeah. what you got, man? So the quote of the day today is, education is a passport to the future, for tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. Mm. Mm. One more time, one mm. more time. Yeah, yeah. I was about to ask him that, yeah. too. That was, <laughs> that was a good quote. <laughs> so education is the passport to the future, for tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Man, you can come through who, with who the said quotes. That? Who said Ma that? Malcolm X. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. That's dope. That sounds like very, like, just assertive right there. Yeah. Um, and we bring in the quotes, obviously, because they're great quotes. It gets the conversation started. But it's something that also aligns with our guests and what they're doing. Um, so, like I said, we do want to kind of provide context to the success. And you're, like, as I mentioned, you're currently doing a lot of work in the city of Seattle, obviously running for Seattle School Board and a lot of other things you're doing. But let's take it back a little bit. I, I do want to kind of get to the beginning. Um, so you grew up in California, am I correct? No, I actually grew up in Utah. Utah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I grew up in Utah, and um, I moved around a lot, actually. Okay. Uh, from a very young age, I, like, went to maybe 10 different elementary schools. Mm, wow. Um, yeah, I was raised by wow. a single mom, and um, being raised by a single mom undocumented meant that we had to move around to where work was mm. or wherever uh, housing was available, right? Uh, the most affordable thing, Um sleeping on couches mm -hmm. or, you know, friends' uh, basements, things like that. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't a lot of permanent, like, housing. Uh, but, yeah, so that yeah, I grew up in the larger Salt Lake City area. Okay. And then in, like, high school and middle school, I was able to settle down in Westside, which was Kearns. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. I'm not familiar with Utah yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. We're going to learn cool. something. Yeah. Kearns, shout out K-Town. Okay. <laughs> shout out K-Town. Shout out K-Town. Whoever's watching. No, that's dope. That's dope. Um, and so, I'm, yeah, I was kind of, I'm just curious, kind of like your upbringing, because, I mean, obviously it seems like you're someone who loves to get involved, right? Maybe, mm -hmm. I don't know when that began for you, but 
I guess, do you, can you like recall when that became a thing? Because obviously if you're moving around and things aren't as stable, you probably don't have enough time to give to other people when you're trying to figure out your own situation. So like at what point did that kind of spark in you? I, I would say it started in high school, right? Like, um, that's where I started running for like, uh, I remember being the student activities committee president, right? Because I didn't make it to the student body officer Mm. position. And I was like, well, I'll I'll be the president of the student activities committee instead. Oh yeah. I keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So I I would, it started in high school, honestly, like, yeah. Okay. That's cool. So, what, what what was like the whole experience like growing up in Utah? Oh my gosh, um, Utah is um, it's a bit more conservative. Um, it's very religious mm-hmm. in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the religion there that's predominantly practiced is uh, Mormonism. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the Latter Day yeah. Saints Church. Uh, there's a lot of people that are members of the church. Um, you know, uh, kids in high school go to something called seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seminary is kind of like a, sp- a, a place where you learn songs and you learn scriptures mm-hmm. uh, from the Book of Mormon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my friends were Mormon growing up. Um, I wasn't Mormon. Um, and, yeah, so it wasn't until, like, <laughs> like uh, let's see, call, like, freshman year yeah. where I actually did convert for like maybe a year and then I was like no <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually curious too like what was that like not being Mormon and being uh, surrounded by all of that like I mean, I mean was it hard to make friends out there no not really because everybody's very friendly okay. like if you know Mormons they're just very kind and okay. very nice outgoing mm-hmm. people like the entire religion is uh, very centered on community okay yeah, so they have, like, a weekly activity where, like, families get together and mm-hmm. read scriptures. So it's all centered on a, on community, okay. right? They're very well organized to make sure that you feel connected, mm-hmm. right? So if you are new, they pair you up with somebody that, like, visits you monthly and checks oh, in wow. on you. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so making friends was not difficult. Okay. You know, it, sometimes it, um, like... They would invite me to church, and mm-hmm. so I'd go to church, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, any kind of church activity, right? Because they're, like I said, very social. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I, okay. You know, food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's dope. I mean, plus, I mean, if that's where you grew up, it's not, you probably wouldn't think anything other. I didn't, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think, I, I didn't think anything of it until I moved outside of the, you know, yeah. the state where I started noticing, you know, like, for example, like, liquor stores are not open on certain days uh-huh. or, like, yeah, yeah. you know, not drinking coffee yeah. or like tea, soda, mm. right? There's all of these things that the religion. Wait, is that, a, is that that's a rule? With yeah, the, yeah. They don't that. drink coffee or caffeinated beverages. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So a lot of different things that like affect the way that you um, live, right, yeah. and socialize, yeah. right, mm-hmm. because outside of the state like people socialize uh with drinking yeah, right? yeah like yeah, a lot yeah. of people drink and that's how they make friends yeah. or like you know have a good time yeah so Keep their i jobs you know those yeah. happy hours yeah so i had yeah. a lot of really good clean good clean fun wholesome yeah fun yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's dope yeah. um so what what obviously you went to the university of washington so yeah. is that what brought you to seattle yes okay yes i 
I like so I went to University of U- Utah State University. Okay. And after mo- after graduating, I decided that I wanted to you know um, give back to my community, mm-hmm. like continue doing uh, community service work. Mm-hmm. So I joined uh, an organization called Public Allies mm-hmm. that helps change the leadership in nonprofits so that it's more diverse, so that it's more people of color, people from diverse backgrounds. Um, So I joined that group, and it was like an AmeriCorps service program, and I worked in the Bay Area for a couple years, Mm. and from that experience was what brought me to Seattle to like Mm. pursue a master's degree in education policy and leadership. Mm. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. And I I think I'm kind of curious on when you may have been – because I, I would assume that Utah isn't the most diverse place, right? It's not. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it there is pockets of yeah, for sure, right? For yeah, for sure. And but I guess so. I, like when, because you said you went into you wanted to make a change in leadership, right? And then mm-hmm. make it more diverse. But like, when when did you kind of be? When were you introduced to more diversity yourself to to realize okay, there's more people out here in the Bay Area? Okay, yeah. shout out the Bay though. Shout out the Bay. Hey. Yeah. I love the Bay. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Bay Area, like, mm-hmm. it was a huge culture shock. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember, like, the community that I worked with was predominantly black, right? And I was, I just remember being like, whoa, black people. Yeah. <laughs> 180. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I was just like, dang, I'm in a completely different space. You know, there was also a lot of API people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just, like, overwhelmed for, yeah. you know, the first month and then I realized like I was in a small town yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was in a small town yeah. traveling's important man for yeah. sure I mean I've traveled before I yeah. love traveling like I've traveled to Spain and Ghana yeah. and you know all different kinds of countries but in comparison to where I had grown up mm-hmm. it was a completely different space mm-hmm. you know it, it, from the way people dressed to yeah. the way people behaved, yeah. right? Just the entire demeanor of the Bay Area is like, yeah, it's, whole, it's infectious. It's, it's a, it's really, a whole other yeah. level of no, like, it really is. Yeah, it's infectious for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what was the experience like moving from the Bay to Seattle and like going to UW out here? Um, I really missed the Bay Area because the Bay Area had. Had a, I think has a really uh, they have a strong culture around social justice mm-hmm. right and it's not just like a couple of people there right it's like almost the entire city yeah, yeah. <laughs> right oh, like yeah. here it's a it, it, it feels like kind of a small town here because you know who are the people that are trying to make change in mm-hmm. the community mm-hmm. right there in the Bay Area like I might meet one organizer and I might not see them again mm-hmm. right because they are, it's such a large city yeah. that you don't really see the same people all the time, yeah. right? Even if you're an organizer. So I really missed that, right? Like there was a diverse pool of thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Like even if you were an organizer, there was another organizer who, you know, felt the same way about like housing affordability, yeah. mm-hmm. but their approach to solving it was a completely different way. Yeah, no, that's wow. actually a good yeah. point because yeah. I think obviously the Bay Area, Oakland, like, the history, whether you talk about the Black Panther Party, and mm-hmm. and it's like I think your your community takes to what is being pushed, like the energy in the city, right? So mm-hmm. if that's the energy that was, you know, most prominent. 
the, even the average citizen, you know, it could just be the regular guy, the mailman or whoever, like he's going to be picked up on that. He's going to, he's going to be affected by that mm-hmm. or she's yeah. going to be affected by that. Right. Oh yeah. Um, so no, that's, that's, a, that's actually a really great point. And yeah. I, I think Seattle definitely, I mean, for, for me personally, I think there, there has been for a long time a disconnect for sure mm-hmm. in terms and, of that. And just like the energy there, right? Like yeah. when you're in the Bay area, there is a bit of an undercurrent that keeps you afloat, right? That keeps you moving, right? Because everybody's kind of on that same wavelength of like social justice mm-hmm. and like progress, you know, progress yeah. and mm-hmm. just like here in Seattle, yeah. you kind of have to create that wave yourself, mm-hmm. right? That's you, actually true. You, yeah. If you want to ride waves, you have to make them yourself if that makes sense yeah 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 no i see i see what you mean by that for yeah sure. they're they're just more like aggressive like it's like a, it's like mm-hmm. they're willing to fight or they've been fighting they've yeah. been fighting they've been oh fighting. yeah this mm-hmm. i mean yeah. we've been fighting too you know yeah history the history of seattle is, is a little bit similar right yeah. like we we also had a black panther party here but yeah. um it's just a different kind of yeah fighting i think it's a type i think it's also like the type of resistance your city is facing Mm. right like seattle might be facing resistance but it's not like a huge overwhelming resistance to where the whole city feels it it's more so like these people over here feel it nobody else knows about it whereas in the bay area it was like on front street (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what i mean so everybody gotta fight you know yeah Yeah. that's good that's that's good so you dub um so you, you i'm curious too why seattle like why I, why didn't like why not just go back to you know the bay or <laughs> even utah who knows and try yeah. to really do the work you're doing because running for the school board you found some yeah. obviously you found a lot yeah. of issues within the school the schooling system as a whole so what made you wanted to stay what made you want to stay here and really plant your roots here and really try to help you know starting with the seattle school district well it was a process of a of elimination right um if we talk about like where i was accepted into schools right this this is one of the schools I was accepted to and so I was like yeah that's a good school Mm -hmm. right I had also heard that UW had like they talked about social justice but they also practiced kind of what they preached and Mm -hmm. so I was like okay I want to I want to be in that space um and I didn't see myself returning to Utah because of that conservative culture uh I'm queer Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be out and like you know, be in a space where I could grow and mm-hmm. flourish. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see that. I didn't see Utah as a place for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents are also immigrants. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this is a safe city. You know, as much as we, you know, there's a lot of room for growth um, in regards to, you know, upkeeping that value and that principle. Mm-hmm. This is still a better option, in my opinion, for yeah. immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um so that was another option. You know, I was like, yeah. if I want to start a family, if I want to like bring my family here mm-hmm. or if they want to move here, I'd want them to be in a space that feels safe to mm-hmm. them. And so in the Bay Area, I, I could have gone back to the Bay Area, but I realized that I had already started learning more yeah. about Seattle That's when true. I had started my program. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I decided that like, this would be a, a good space to yeah. kind of settle down for a couple of years yeah. and, you know, see where, where life takes me yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate Yeah. I mean, the bear is just so, it's really intense. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's an intense city and I, I don't know, like the activism there has been going on for years. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So here I saw an opportunity to, 
you know, make a difference in a space that um, I, I felt like I could make a difference in. Mm. Stop. Yeah. So um, you did research on um, the racial equity in Seattle Public Schools while you were here? Yeah, so I did the racial equity teams. Oh, teams, okay. Yep, and I also did um, some research on equity-based school improvements. Yeah. And on the fam, so that, I mean, that's like kind of the same thing. But I also looked at the organizing in Rainier Beach. Okay. So by parents and how they were able to organize themselves to bring the international baccalaureate program to their school. Yeah. So that was really fun. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just asked that because I'm like a product of Seattle school. So I was like, okay. Okay. Definitely <laughs> want, yeah, I want to know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a great, it's a... It's a great initiative. Mm-hmm. We'll see where it goes. You know, okay. it's, it's yeah. going in a good direction, I yeah. would say. Yeah. And I'm also curious about this because you, you've kind of, you know, I mean, obviously you're putting yourself in a leadership role, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think leaders are just born overnight. And I don't think, I mean, yeah, you can definitely, you definitely have to have confidence in yourself to do these, to jump into these roles and take on these jobs and these responsibilities. Um, but did you have anybody, like maybe a mentor or someone who's, who may have been doing the work elsewhere? that helped you kind of like make this decision or was it i, I don't know like how, do, how does someone say i'm just gonna run for the school, Seattle school board <laughs> how do you get there you know what i mean i'm just like yeah well there was absolutely mentors involved okay cool. right cool. i don't yeah. want to you know just say that i'm just little old me yeah and it's a, but it's important for <laughs> listeners and viewers to know that it's okay to ask for help and you know mm-hmm. even though you might want to do something great there's people yeah. that can help you along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah there was definitely mentors like my advisor you know i UW during my uh, program uh-huh. uh, was someone that I really looked up to, right? So she was uh, someone that I would bounce ideas off of, mm-hmm. and the director in the Bay Area who was uh, at the nonprofit where I started, mm-hmm. right? There yeah. was also the advisor that I had at Utah State, mm-hmm. right, who was also really supportive. But when it came to running for office, mm-hmm. um, I did have a few members of in our community who were, you know, encouraging me, yeah. like, you can do this, like, yeah. you can run, have you thought about this? Yeah. Um, but what first happened was I started getting involved with um, some campaigns with Pramila Jayapal's okay. campaign and just, you know, organizing some volunteers for her uh, and her field team more specifically, mm-hmm. right? Like Sean Scott, Erica Sklar, right? So I was around those guys. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you know them. Um you know, Sean Scott's running for city council right now, okay. and Erica Sklar is also, you know, continuing to run great campaigns like 1631. Oh, mm-hmm. um, so I was around those folks, and they were also really encouraging about, you know, my value as a woman of color in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, was encouraged to stay involved. Um, and it wasn't until one of my other good friends, Yvette Magana, told me about a uh, training that she wanted me to be support to support her at mm. oh, okay. and I'm like okay so you just she's like just come along yeah just come along and I was <laughs> like sure you know and I didn't really think that the outcome would be me running for office mm-hmm. right I thought the outcome would be me supporting my friend yeah, <laughs> yeah. and maybe learning a thing or two yeah, yeah. right yeah. I saw it as a learning opportunity yeah. I'm one of those people that's like yeah let's try new things wow right and from that experience was me learning about because through the training you're basically going through a um 
like a hypothetical run, right? Mm-hmm. You're learning about fundraising. You're learning about what field means. You're mm-hmm. learning about all the different components of a campaign. Mm-hmm. And that really opened my eyes to the world of like politics mm-hmm. and yeah. not just politics, but also how, how, um, how white politics is mm-hmm. and how, non-inclusive it is Mm. for people of color and for like immigrants or people with um you know underrepresented backgrounds and that also was really like jaw-dropping yeah um and then i just i felt like i could i I could do this yeah right like i was like well i now have the knowledge of a campaign how i could run a campaign yeah i have the policy knowledge and the experience Mm -hmm. right um and I think a lot of the time, well, we know that a lot of the time people doubt themselves, mm-hmm. right? The self-doubt is yeah. a dream killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Wow. Talk about that. Yeah, Definitely. for real. For real. Yeah. Like, or procrastination. Like, a lot of people tell themselves, well, I'll run in 10 years when I'm ready, right? It's like, okay, when well. When you're never going to be ready, though. Okay. Right. <laughs> or, 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 like, attachment, right? I'm attached to the idea that I'm going to be... I, I, a doctor or something, mm-hmm. right? They, we, like all of those things together really kill a dream. Yeah. Mm. But for me, I was like, well, I believe in myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying yeah. this, right? And so after that, I looked at like, okay, well, what positions, what positions are elected positions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that school board was an elected position. I realized I thought people hired the school board. Yeah. Right. Mm. But no, you know, they're they're elected positions and it you it's the entire political process that mm. goes into a school board campaign, which is really interesting because we don't get paid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Wait, so wait, so let's take it back a little bit cuz I'm curious too because it seems like a lot of these positions like you said, they may be restrictive right, for people of color and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a long process just to even get a chance to run, right? And mm-hmm. there's a lot of information that we don't even know, that mm-hmm. we don't have access to, right? Right, um, right. So what you talked about when you, when you went to go support your friend is important to stay open-minded, right, and understand, like, we may feel confident, but we still got to be diligent, right, and mm-hmm. teaching ourselves what we don't know, you know? and Right. Just be, be, yeah, be humble. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know I'm always I mean? seeking yeah. out new, new things, new knowledge. That's dope, though. That was the yeah. universe, though. I definitely believe the universe. Yeah. Was what led you to that? that probably. For real. Yeah. yeah, probably. So, yeah. what are like some of like the steps? Like after you're like, okay, I'm gonna run for this position. Mm-hmm. Like, are like the formalities and stuff that go behind the formalities. It? Yeah, for, yeah, like, for people sure. Who don't know. Um. So, once, once you've trained yourself right Mm -hmm. once you know how to fundraise and how to do field work right deciding whether or not you're going to have a consultant things like that uh then you really sit down about and you really sit down and think about what are the issues that i care about in my community and what are the issues that i want to see changed Mm -hmm. and then you think about what position has the power to make that change yeah and with that position like, what are the prerequisites and requirements to be able to, you know, uh, get elected to that position? Mm-hmm. 
And after that, then you look at your list, right? Like, okay, well, I could run for city council member. I could run for school board director. I could run for King County Council. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's when you, you know, make that decision. Okay, well, I'm going to run for, I'm going to run for school board. Yeah. Right. That's kind of how the process for me was, right? Where where am I qualified? Where do I want to see change? Yeah. Okay. School board it is. Okay. I I, want to get into kind of your, I guess your niche causes or things you're, you're really trying to address. Um, because I think when people get into politics period, it's like, it can be very broad. Or when you say, Hey, I'm running for Seattle school board, like someone like me who doesn't really know all that exists, the issues that exist, I might think, okay, what, you're just going to run the whole school district, right? <laughs> but I wish. Yeah, but, but <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, well, you got to start somewhere. But look, so I want to I wanna get into some of the things you definitely are fighting for, like um, providing ethnic studies um, in schools, um, increasing girls to participate in STEM mm-hmm. activities, um, more after-school programs, things like that. But can you talk about, um, I guess, how why you think these things are important? For the school yeah. system, it's all it, it comes down to empowering students of color, mm-hmm. right, and empowering them to an extent that they can uh, achieve all that they want to achieve, right. That is the ultimate goal mm-hmm. to make sure that all students have an equal opportunity to succeed. Mm-hmm. Is my goal, mm-hmm. right? And from what I realize is that due to certain policies that we have in place and certain like racial bias that exists, we do not offer an equal opportunity Mm. for all of our students. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's why those things that I have focused on Mm -hmm. are the things that I'm focusing on because Mm -hmm. I see that those are the barriers for our students of color Mm -hmm. getting that kind of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, an education, it, the, the, the purpose of the education is to, you know, build confidence in our students. Mm-hmm. It's to make sure that they're critical thinkers, mm-hmm. right, that they're, you know, functioning in our society and, yeah. you know, achieving what they want to achieve, right? Whether it's a, it's a, a hip-hop artist or a basketball player or a, you know, scientist, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to do, like, our schools should be, you know, being able to help you mm. launch to those yeah. to those places. And right now, I don't believe we're doing that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I, I feel you on that because I think even, like, a lot of us growing up, um, just the, the, like, the curriculum we were being taught, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when you say ethnic studies, I'm like, whoa. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, for me, honestly, ethnic studies was watching Roots for, like, two weeks, and then I was like, okay. And then it's just back to, you know, the traditional American history that they constantly teach um, right. students. So um, I think that is important for sure. Mm-hmm. I think we need to see ourselves in some of these books that they're teaching us um, because we we are in those books that they're teaching, but that we're just not – or that they're not teaching. Right. We need to be exposed to them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the history of our public school system excluded people of color intentionally, mm. right? When people are educated, it gives them power, mm-hmm. right? Like Malcolm talks about that, right? Yeah. Like when you are prepared, when you have an education, you are empowered and you can see a future for yourself, yeah. right? And similarly, True. right now, kids don't see themselves in the future. Kids don't see themselves in leadership. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm trying to change it. Yeah, I, man. Yeah, <laughs> we need it, man. We definitely need it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Or even talking about like the curriculum, like when I went to college, I felt like I wasn't really prepared for it. 
like mm. coming from Seattle public schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> public schools, I just felt like I wasn't as prepared as some of the people around me. Mm. Like, I mean, I went to Wazoo, so it was predominantly white. So I was just like, dang, I feel like that had more advantage than I did yeah. just from like from jump, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 I felt the same. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same. I, you know, the public school that I went to, I think if I would have seen myself in the curriculum or if I would have understood, you know, my own culture better, I think it definitely helps instill a, a level of confidence, right? Yeah. Because you you can see yourself in that position, mm-hmm. right? It, it, we, we talk about this when we say, like, what do you want to accomplish, right? And we talk about, like, visualizing your dream, right? Mm. Like, vision board, like, yeah. you know, people think it's corny, but it's real. I got one. <laughs> real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vision real. boards work, Ain't you know? Ain't corny about no yeah. vision board. Go get yourself a whiteboard. <laughs> no, but really, when yeah, you visualize real. your dream, it comes true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And similarly, when you, you know, show students that this is your history, mm-hmm. right? This is where you came from or your people came from, yeah. right? They, they're able to see themselves mm-hmm. as, like, you know, engineers yeah. or like mathematicians yeah. or historians, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. You know, like you build legacies. Yeah. That's that's all. That's all. That's all we ask. You know what I mean? It's that's like, all we want. That's all we want. <laughs> it's like, don't don't. I don't. want another legacy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like don't fool us. You know, right. for however many years, twelve years, and then be like, all right, go be successful. It's like, <sighs> yeah, and be confident in yourself to go be successful. Like how? Yeah. Like all I see is people that don't look like me who've been doing the mm-hmm. stuff that I'm trying to learn. It's just like, it's a little bit backwards, but I'm glad that you're trying to bring change to that. I'm mm-hmm. also curious about the position of just getting into politics, right? Getting mm-hmm. into an o- getting into office. What are your thoughts on um, like political correctness? Oh. Like, is it hard for you to kind of like a jump in? Bit. Yeah, jump in and be like, all right, I'm Rebecca, but it's like, wait, no, I'm still Rebecca. It's like, but I'm, but, uh, <laughs> which one are you? You know what I mean? Because you see it all the time, and I think that's what kind of steers people away from politics, and they're like, oh, they switched up. They're they just, they're reading the script mm-hmm. or whatever. So how do yeah. you deal with the balance of obviously staying in line with your campaign and making sure you got to be focused, but also showing people who you really are? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about like, and it took me a while to learn this, you know, and my mentors are probably like, oh, don't say the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, campaigns are pretty simple. Yeah. Like there's, they're like the mechanics are like, you know, fundraise, knock doors, mm-hmm. and, you know, endorsements. And then there's, like, the, the I think, the 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 other side where, like, you know, there's the um, the betrayals mm. or, like, the the deals under the door. And in my position, it's a little less, it's a little yeah. more tame, you yeah, know? Yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. handing me envelopes yeah. <laughs> of money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like... Um, it's pretty simple to run a campaign, yeah. but I think that there is that aspect of authenticity, right? Yeah. Being authentic and yeah. you do have to stay on message, right? There yeah. are certain things that we want to be consistent about, right? Mm-hmm. So me talking about ethnic studies and after school programs, mm-hmm. right? And the, like removing discipline, you know, discipline policies that historically, uh, you know, disproportionately affect students of color. Like mm. these things I've been saying for months, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like I feel like a robot, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, there's a point to it, right? Exactly. There, because you haven't heard it. You haven't heard it. Yeah. You know, maybe somebody else in, you know, Northeast Seattle mm. has heard me say it, mm. but everybody has to be on that same page. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
maybe that's why people think that you know sometimes politicians are being a little yeah. scripted yeah. because they are saying the same thing all the time no, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time they do they don't want to like upset people sometimes yeah right so for me i've just had to tell myself that my true supporters will support me for who i am yeah right for what i'm bringing to the table mm-hmm. um and the values that i have exactly right and so the values that i have are you know, creative expression, Mm, right? Like I try to put out content that I feel is like authentic to what I believe in, Mm. right? Like, um, like my video, my campaign video, for example, you know, that was me telling you my story, Mm -hmm. like authentically trying to show you where I came from, what I'm about, Mm -hmm. right? As well as like the people that I, you know, have brought onto my team, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. we, it's all, it's all in, it's all based on my values, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And so that's what I've told myself is that like if I stick true, if I stay true to my values, mm-hmm. then I'm being myself, exactly, yeah. right? And so that's been my guiding compass throughout yeah. this whole process is like staying true to my values. Yeah. Like, am I being honest? Yeah, right. When I'm at a forum, am I being honest? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. then we're good, right? Or am I being like authentic? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. Um and someone told me when one of the representatives told me like you have to think about this opportunity as an opportunity to tell your story yeah right it's not like a performance right because that's when you lose that authenticity when you start to see this as a performance mm. right no yeah it's my story yeah. i'm yeah, telling yeah, yeah. you my I've story i've seen some politicians put on a show yeah <laughs> i, I mean, think we've all had yeah, at some yeah. point yeah i feel like i see it all the time because yeah. like sometimes i wouldn't really know a politician mm. i'll just know what policies they're for or oh, not okay. for you mm. know so yeah. like the fact that like you're able to pull people in and be like this is my story mm. i feel like that that holds a lot more weight to like the general public yeah you know like mm. well especially for me you know yeah so. mm. and you got you got to live in your truth that's just kind of how i feel and mm-hmm. Um, I think it is important, though, like, even if you're continuously pushing the same message, like, even on this podcast, our <laughs> announcements are the same every episode for a reason. That's a good yeah. intro. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. But it's like, you never know who may be listening for the first time. Right. You never know who yes. may be doing for the first time. So yeah. you've got to make sure that they're getting that same energy and yep. that same mm-hmm. announcement that the last person got for the first time. Yes. So yes. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and yeah, I think, because, um, you know, we have a lot of people who listen to the show who are, you know, carving their own lanes, trying to build their own paths um it may not be politics but it may be something else mm-hmm. and so it's always good for them to hear about just how important it's to stay true and just stay stick to the script man mm-hmm. <laughs> your, yeah. your script not their <laughs> script exactly yeah. like if you if you value i don't know something else then that's you yeah. right and don't the, the biggest thing is you have to be careful of i think people sometimes trying to change what you should mm-hmm. be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are very opinionated. Yeah. yeah. But you don't always have to take people's opinions mm-hmm. to heart. You don't always have to put that into action. Facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So big facts. Big facts. Big yeah. facts. Yeah. For real. So we're almost there. Uh um what is it, November fifth? Oh yeah. Right? Election day. Mm-hmm. Six uh, days. Yeah. Have you got mm-hmm. a chance to like well, I guess you got six days to grind, but like have you got a chance to kinda like Erm has his perfect quote where he's like, Sometimes you work so hard you don't get a chance to see your own highlights have you got a chance to kind of like like look at my highlights yeah mm, yes and no yes and no i've 
like the the funny thing is that like now that the election is down to the like the last minute there there's more attention on me there's people paying attention more right mm. and for example there was a moment like back a couple weeks ago maybe a month ago or so where we received all of the legislative district endorsements mm. and seattle yeah thank you and seattle is comprised of seven districts seven different um legislative districts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we announced it and it received some some level of love but mm. now that i've more recently pushed it out again yeah it's received way more love yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got you got it you got it i don't know i i don't have a problem like pushing something that's positive and that needs to be seen again I feel it needs to again be seen. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah well it was just like yeah push it keep pushing we it. We, we pushed it out again is yeah. what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. we we pushed it out that one time and it was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> 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 but now, and maybe it was the way that we like packaged yeah, it, right? Like yeah. we actually put it into a you nice. You never know, though. You just never know nice how people photo. are gonna respond, you know? Right, that's right. Just, that's the part of content. Putting yeah, out content. it's all about timing. Like people say that, like with politics, like if a politician runs, if a politician runs at a particular time, it's so cru- it's critical. Like the timing, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. with Obama, like. When he ran, that's when he needed to run, mm. right? So there is, like, a golden formula for, like, timing. Picking when you want to yeah. jump in. Like, when you're going to jump in or when you're going to post something, right? Yeah. Like, there's specific times that yeah. are actually more oppor- like more opportune for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Strategic. You got to be stra- strategic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, timing, timing, timing. It's like jump like, rope. Yeah, it's like where were you at, bro? Yeah, he's probably focusing on the timing, you know. It, so. Yeah, it is. There's a. It's like kind of like we were saying. Like, you you are brewing, right? You are you're cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're mm-hmm. not ready. You're not yeah, ready. yeah. You're not ready. You just gotta align with the universe, man. That's my. That's how I talk. That's how I think about it. Mm. Someone once said, "You don't have to grind. You just have to align." Ooh. Yeah, I didn't say that. That's not my quote. Ooh. But it would have been my call if you would have oh, let me say my call. Well, Rebecca, we always want to make sure we kind of give you a chance to talk about maybe some things on the horizon. Obviously, mm-hmm. campaigns at the end of its run almost. So you got six days. Um, how can people, or is there anything you want them to come and get involved with, volunteer? Um, this is a chance for you to kind of just give them some info on that. Sure. Well, if people want to volunteer, they can, you know, uh, message us mm-hmm. or my contact info is on the Facebook uh, event page. Okay. You can also just, you know, send me a message. I'm really, really responsive. Okay. And if they want to knock doors, we're, we'll be knocking doors this weekend. Okay. If they want to make a donation, right, we have approximately $3,000 we still need to raise. Okay. So if there's somebody out there with some uh, money, <laughs> 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 you know, drop some love. Yeah. And... Those are the big key things right now, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We have to knock doors. We have to talk to people in the community. Yeah. Uh, if people don't have money and if you're not able-bodied and can't knock doors, mm-hmm. then just tell your friends, yeah. right? Sharing this podcast, uh, sharing your support publicly yeah. makes a big difference because, yeah. like we said, our communities have been disengaged for a really long time, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. a good reason. People don't trust politicians. People don't trust the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to change that and we have to talk to each other and build relationships. Mm-hmm. So that's been my whole thing is it's like important. building relationships. So mm-hmm. if you tell your friends, you know, like our page, things yeah. like that, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where can people find you as far as like social media, website, mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. 
at elect Muniz, mm-hmm. M-U-N-I-Z. And I'm also on Twitter mm-hmm. at elect Muniz 2019 and Facebook at elect Muniz. <laughs> and then my website Guess what it is? Elect Muniz. Elect Muniz. Yeah. Yes. Assistant, there you go. <laughs> yeah, electmuniz.com, Elect Muniz everywhere. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty. Definitely. Well, um, before we get you out of here, we always ask this question to all our guests. Okay. Uh, to kind of cap off the show, and it also casts what's ahead. So if you can, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? Ooh. And you can, like, kind of explain it if you the want. The up and up. Well, what does the up and up mean to you guys? Oh, she flipped it on me. Yeah. <laughs> I never had this. First. Are you asking me what my one word is? Well, like, what does the up and up mean to you? Um, I mean, for me, it's more so um, an opportunity to to inspire, right? Mm-hmm. To create lanes. Um, and really just to reclaim narratives. That's, that's what we're doing through content um, and keeping people on the up and up, right? So them seeing rep- representatives such as yourself and other guests we have on this show – like you cannot be inspired by it, right? Mhm. What about what about you? So pretty much, uh, well, the short and sweet version is pretty <laughs> much to just stay uh, grounded, but keep going, mm-hmm. and, like don't stop. So, um, pretty much like a- anything that's rooted in you, like keep your roots, keep your values, like mm-hmm. you brought up earlier, mm-hmm. but make sure that you keep going and you don't let that change too, like too much, you know. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine was going to be a desire for freedom. So that keeps me up. Okay. And up. Freedom? The desire for freedom. Okay. Take that. We'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like four words. <laughs> I, I'm a politician. I got to be free. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Right? Why, why is that important? Desire freedom? Yeah. Uh, the desire for it, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, I think, you know, um, if you don't want something, mm-hmm. if you're if you're if you're not striving for something, I think it can be it can put you in a complacent space, mm. right? So, I yeah, you gotta make sense. sure you stay free. Yeah, you know. One of my favorite quotes: uh, "Don't be surprised if you never get, or don't don't be surprised if you don't if you don't get what you never wanted." Don't be surprised if you never get what you never wanted. No, don't be surprised <laughs> if you don't get if you don't get what you never wanted. What you know? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, so many quotes today. Yeah, this is, what are you gonna call this episode? Quotes. quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but yeah, again, uh, Rebecca, we do appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, we appreciate the work you're doing. Um, we definitely uh, support you and um, wish you much success. With, Thank you with guys. Everything. Thank you so Con- much. Congrats on the campaign. You yeah. know, and um, hopefully. Uh, we can get you in office. Uh, I believe it'll happen, and mm-hmm. you know we can make some changes in the Seattle School Board. Let's do and it. In Seattle yeah. School District, and then it'll, it'll only start here, and then it'll continue on, right? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And well, then you'll be like, I was on the Robel show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, with that said, I think it's safe to say Rebecca Nunes is officially a member of the Up and Up. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. I like how you put the fingers up. Too. I was like. Perfect. <laughs> Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up.